Welcome to another episode of the Gaslighting Podcast, episode 14. I'm one of your hosts, John Jamingo, the Charlie Brown of podcasting, and along with my co-host, Devin. How's it going, buddy? Oh, good. You know, still alive, you know, doing uh, excellent daily shows. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're still doing the daily shows. Good for you. Well, not all of them. I hear every yeah, once in yeah, a while. Yeah, when I oversleep. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're getting up in the morning shit. It's a pain in the ass, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. Especially when I'm exhausted after getting home from work at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, you know, a short nap won't kill me. Excuses, and then it excuses. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Blah, blah. That's why I don't even bother saying anything anymore. Because <laughs> that's all I'm ever going to hear. Only that's right. More fucking excuses. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Aren't you a fan of Star Wars? Uh, sort of. All right, well, like Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. Uh, okay, yeah. Right? Is that what right. I going to tell you? It's just the way it goes. All righty. Hey, we're just getting over Halloween. Did you do any trick-or-treating? Uh, no. Um, actually, it did kind of suck. My Halloween was a little bit sad. Uh, I was supposed to actually accompany my girlfriend with her and take her daughter out trick-or-treating. Okay, and that didn't happen because? All right, so a little bit of, you know, prefacing. Uh, when my girlfriend had her daughter, she was very young. You know, not exactly 100% ready to take care of hey, that listen, kind of thing. You know, I know we judge at the Gaslight Podcast. We judge others. We don't judge right. ourselves. No, no, or absolutely our not. So it's a no-judgment zone. Okay, so mistakes happen. We don't attack non-combatants. Exactly. Here on the Gaslighting Podcast. Right. Now, if you had got pregnant when you were young. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I deserve it. Right. I would call you a slut. But I would well, of never, course, you know, ever, ever say anything about your girlfriend. If you can remember, if you pay attention in the media, John, men can be pregnant, too. No, no, see, you're, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you start. Okay. But um, so one of her family friends primarily takes care of her daughter and she sees her twice a week. Okay. And I guess um, since that family friend doesn't know me well enough, basically was like, no, 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 he can't come. I don't know him. And even though like literally days before I went trunk or treating with her mom, her daughter and my girlfriend as well. And I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. I was in a bad mood all night. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. But But then again, did she see a picture of you? Because I could understand her being a little bit, a little bit hesitant. I am a handsome man. I didn't say you were handsome. I just say you looked like you would probably be on a wanted poster. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. I, what? <laughs> just breaking your balls. I was don't about to say, I'm not V from Vendetta over here. I'm no, not anonymous. You, uh, you know what? Oh, you should have said, hey, I don't have any teardrop tattoos. Right. It's not. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. No. Here's the thing, all. though. You know, let's, let's make a little things to do. Get to know the lady this way. You say, listen. You know, I'd like to come over and meet you, and so you know me and everything like that, because this looks like it's going to be a long-term thing. Right. Really good point, too. It's just, uh, with the way that she is, it just leaves, a, a like, a taste in my mouth. Uh, the, I've heard her talk. I see the way that, you know, she texts my girlfriend, and I'm just like, she. oh, this seems like an insufferable cunt. <laughs> Insufferable cunt. Like if if I could get this through iTunes, that would be the title of the show. Hey, listen. Right. Quick question. Is the yes. woman married? Uh yes, actually. Uh well maybe she just doesn't like men now because she's married and she's has to put up with one all the time. I don't know. Yeah, and her uh husband seems to like me a lot. Yeah, you know, again, I just have to 
I mean, you never can tell with women, you know, what, no. the, what the issue is. or And then there's that always that thing about what time of the month that you're talking about. You never know what time of the cycle they're in. No, their, of course not. Their 28-day cycle, their lunar cycle. And people call it the calm before the storm. No, they're at their worst before it even happens. Of my co-host of the Hate to Wait podcast, she used to call it the season of discontent. Ah. <laughs> the season gets discontent, which I loved. So, yep. Just what I experience on a daily basis? Just discontent? There's normal I discontent. And then yeah. there's cycle discontent, which is up a couple notches from regular discontent. I'm about to say, I've been actually trying to stay off of social media lately because it's been, I haven't gotten this annoyed in a long time from shit that just gets posted on the internet. Well, what annoyed you? Oh, okay. Uh, some things that annoy me, like I was just kind of uh, prodding you there with, you know, men can be pregnant too. <laughs> well, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say. I think I said this on the Boomer Bunker show. I said what men, straight men have to do is we have to team up with the lesbians. Because okay. there's an onslaught of trans and gay people that for some reason want straight men and lesbians to be in relationships with trans women who are biological males. And we're like, nope. And Oh, and also, if you're not into it and that's not your thing, you're transphobic, though. Right. Well, no, I'm not. See, transphobic. See, this is what they do. They take language. Yeah. And, and they, they and they're manipulate trying to say, it right. to force their own perspective and their narrative. Yes. That's be, how it constantly goes. Yeah. It's not that I'm afraid of them. It's not that I don't care that they exist or I don't want them or I hate right. them. I don't hate them and I don't maybe fear them. Maybe I just them. don't like penis. Yeah. Maybe I just don't want <laughs> Dick and balls in the woman that I'm dating. Right. How bad would it be to be dating a woman that had a bigger cock than you? I killed myself. It would be really emasculating. I, I think that would actually be the thing that drives me to suicide. Hey, baby. Hang on. Then you got to measure and you're like, oh, look, I'm only two inches. Oh, it's only two inches. Two inches. Only. <laughs> I'm over here measuring from the root. <laughs> hey, listen, if we got to do this, I'm going to have to start measuring from the back of my balls. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this isn't fair. You have to have a cock off with your with your girlfriend. <laughs> See, that's oh, not that no. should never be a thing. What it is, is I don't have a preference to be with a person that was once a man and still has the male undercarriage. Right. Or or I don't want to be with someone that had the male undercarriage changed into an aftermarket female undercarriage. I just prefer a normal heterosexual female. That's yeah. my preference. And that's, I don't understand how that has become totally not fine. Because, and I guess I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the first topic. Oh yeah, go for it. The first topic I have is, we need to stop bending a knee to pussies. All I read was just the title of the topic on the board, and I was just like, uh, fucking home run. I already agree with this. <laughs> After this last election, the one that we just had two days ago, mm -hmm. I realized that we have been bullied by pussies for years. Yeah. If you don't agree with us, then you're a racist. 
And we know we're not racist, and we don't want to be called racist, so we conformed. But to me, it's enough. There's a certain section of, and it's a very small section, mm-hmm. of people that are on the internet. Uh, they're basically bubble-living douchebags, and they are going to tell you, you have to conform to our thought, or you're racist, you're a homophobe, you're transphobe. Yeah, wrong, wrong think just isn't allowed. Exactly. And you're not wrong about that either when it's it's not like this massive group of people like it's made out to be. It's because of that bubble. It makes it seem like it is this huge population of people that feel this way. Yeah. When it first started, it was a couple of people that had gender dysphoria. Yes. And they... One of the things that they use to treat that is to transition them from a whatever gender they are to another gender, from male yes. to female, female to male. And, you and you know, you kind of feel bad for that because you feel like, wow, that's got to be terrible if you think you're a woman and you're in a man's body or if you think you're a man and you're in a woman's body, it's got to be terrible. So yeah. you're like, okay. So then people just, they kept taking it too far. And, you know, now all of a sudden we, we don't have trans men and trans, now we have non-binary. Well, what does that mean? Well, we don't know what we are. All right? All right. Do you just have the private parts of a Ken doll? Is that what I'm supposed to assume? Well, I mean, again, and I, listen, I don't care, and I really haven't researched no, this enough to figure it out. it doesn't bother me at all. Right. So then it's like, well, maybe I'm just attracted to who I'm attracted to. And it could be yeah. male, and it could be female. All right? Fair enough. That's fine. Exactly. But then when trans women say, well, we're women, we're like, okay, you're women. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. All right, you're a woman. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing that. And then now they're they're like, well, if I'm attracted to straight men, they don't think you are. I think you're attracted to a gay man, or if you want to be attracted to a straight man, once he's with you, he's not straight anymore. I'm sorry. No, he's gone. Not. That card's gone. Right. You, you broke his straight cherry, and now he's over here. He yeah. could be bi, he could come back, but he's not straight anymore. Right. And they're like, no, because if you do that, if you don't see a trans woman as a full woman and want to date her, well, then you're transphobe. I don't think I am. And not only that, but you're scum of the earth. Right. Some of the worst people. And then what happens is they keep pushing it and pushing it, pushing it until finally we're like, what the fuck is going on here? All right, that's enough. I'm done with you. I'm right. done with you on this, and I'm done with you on that. I was playing along. I'm giving you, okay, all right, you know, I understand you got problems. I understand there's situations. I understand you don't feel you don't feel like a man. You want to be a woman. Okay, all right, got all that kind of stuff. Now you're going to dictate to me, and, you know, and then, and then it's not enough to be non-binary. Then we've got, what was the, we did last week, the fee, vi, fo, fum, Oh, yeah, Z, Zer, Z, Zim, Zim, that kind of all stuff. That yeah. shit. What I'm is like, this? Yeah. Uh, again, enough, 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 enough. I say we have to stop. We just have to be, stop bending our knees to pussies. And after this last election, the people like within Virginia, Virginia, the governorship went from Democrat to Republican, and the people on the news were losing their mind. Women were crying. This one guy, Van Jones, he said, well, this is the... Delta variant of Trumpism. Holy shit. Yes. So now, now they're insulting the voters. I find it amazing that 
the the left side the left spectrum of politics even after the man has been out of office for this long is still linked to being the reason for these terrible things happening okay what would they say that they did they could actually run on afghanistan leaving afghanistan nope that went wonderful right uh the way they're handling covid well covid's almost gone right nope. yeah i'm trying to think the southern border I mean, people pouring over, are our borders secure? No. The guy went to the Vatican and shit his pants. Right. In front of the world. He shit uh, his pants. Uh, actually, uh, John, really quick, I just got a uh, a brain wave from Mark Zuckerberg. He says that's uh, mostly false. He didn't shit his pants? Or we can't prove he shit his no, pants? No, that's you know Facebook fact-checking that happens all the time now. So if I go in there and say... President Biden shit his pants at the Vatican. I'll get a fact check. There will be a fact check status thing right under your status. Well, who fact checked the fact checker? All right. So so you see where I'm getting at. Yeah. We have to just say, listen, we're not doing this shit anymore. That's enough. And then what happens is when you take them on, they back down. Right. And as much as I wish I could play devil's advocate here, the way I believe in things is you can do whatever you want to yourself yeah. And your life. And as long as it doesn't personally affect me, I don't care. I, I 100%. Hey, listen, if you're a woman and you want to get a bunch of tattoos, you want to tattoo, get sleeves and all, you want to tattoo yourself yeah. up and you look like a New York subway station, go ahead and do it. I don't give a shit. I personally think it looks dirty and I don't think it's attractive. Yeah, that's, but that's not on your thing. You. It's not a big deal. If no. you want to take and pierce this and that and stick pins in this and that and in your face and look like a tackle box blew up and you were like right next to it, fine. Go ahead. I don't care. And I also don't care if you want to take a bunch of female hormones and get breast implants and turn yourself from a, a male to a female and keep your bottom junk. I don't care. Right. Just don't make me have to get involved with it. It has gotten to this critical point. It doesn't feel right just being like that now. No. Where I'm just being okay with it. Because, well, I mean, I feel the worst for you. You know, you are a, John is a cis white man. Hey, don't you call me a cis white man. John is the devil. I am normal. I'm a normal right. heterosexual male. I don't like the word cis I no, hate that word. Gross. I'm not a cis anything. Like, so just being like what is considered the quote unquote normal is just bad now. Yeah. See, John, you're you're not allowed to just like women anymore now. Nope. Now you have to be attracted to Boomer Bob. Right. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing is, so they keep pushing it, pushing it until finally somebody's going to snap. And I think it just happened. In this election cycle, when down in Virginia, parents mm -hmm. were going to school boards and they do not want their kids being taught that they are either a victim or a victimizer by the color of their skin. Oh, yeah. The critical race theory. Right. Oh, race theory. Whatever. Oh, I like the critical race theory. I am so glad I cannot have my own children sometimes. If I did, there would be no way public school would be happening. Because this is ridiculous. So this is what, what was going on in Virginia. And that governor, he doubled down. We had people that were watching video of school board meetings where a woman who looked, uh, you know, she was like an older lady. And she says, you know, 
Parents do not have the right to be able to teach their kids whatever they want to teach them or they don't have the say in how they're taught. One thing that is proof positive 100% of the time is a mother's love for their child. If you don't yeah. believe that's true, go over and grab a bear cub. Yeah, and see what fucking happens. See what happens. Well, that's the same thing that happens if you try to take and tell a mother that they don't have the right to raise their children. No one will fire up a bunch of mothers if you tell them that they don't have the right to raise their children. And that's what happened in this last election. And they got their ass kicked. And they're so stupid that they don't believe it. They still think that this is going to work. The other thing that's happening, and it just happened today, is that OSHA put out that uh, new thing where if you have more than 100 employees, you have to have them vaccinated or tested. And now shit's going to get real. Oh, I... Companies are already um, filing lawsuits over this. What they did, that communist mayor in New York, Blasio... He mm-hmm. got rid of all the sanitation workers that don't want to get vaccinated. So that there's trash piling up two foot high in New York City. So what they're doing is they're taking all the trash down to where the, the uh, mayor's house is, where the mayor lives, and they're throwing it over the fence. And they've just got videos of just bags oh, and bags awesome. of trash thrown over the fence. Yeah, exactly. Now, that's a peaceful protest. Exactly. It's not, you know, getting your head shoved into a concrete sphere in front of the Netflix headquarters because you say jokes are funny. Well, that's what happened. Trans people are sacred cows. Trans people are sacred cows. You can't, you can't make fun of them. You can't say anything about them. You have to, uh, you have to bow down to the sacred trans cow. Trans yeah. cow. That's the name of this episode. Trans cow. Okay. That yeah. That's excellent. <laughs> trans cow. And okay, one of the first dominoes that set this kind of thing into motion was, I think. The Democrats saw what happened in Canada with Justin Trudeau when he made it basically illegal and wrong to misgender someone and making it so you could actually get fined. I'm sorry, but I don't think the government should have any involvement in this. No, that's what made Jordan Peterson. That's what made him famous because we have free speech or you cannot compel me and I won't do it. Now, he, you know, again, the benzos happened. So what the ben, what's the benzos? Uh, he, he was addicted to benzos, you know, painkillers. Yeah, he did get addicted. To, well, yeah. a lot of people get addicted to that. Oh, kind yeah, because they just hand them out like it's fucking candy. Mm-hmm. And this is from your home state in Michigan. Ford is the first major U.S. automaker to mandate vaccines for their all their employees. No, no, no. Just their U.S. salary employees. The employees that are working under the uh, UA, United Auto Workers Union... Mm-hmm. They tried to do that with them, and they're like, "We're out of here." And as they were walking to the gate, they're like, "Hold on, never mind." But you knew they can do it too. They can do it to all the salary employees, all the managers, because managers are just—they can get a new manager, they'll fire them. They don't care. Managers, oh, absolutely. Will, managers will just do whatever. They don't care. So we'll see how many managers go through this. Um, there's going to be a big revolt here, and I—I want to see if people are going to stand up for this. I honestly hope it does happen. I do too. And here's the thing. It's not because I'm not against vaccines. I've taken it. I've had both doses of the vaccine. I don't know if I'm getting the third one, but I've had both doses. So I'm not anti-vaccine. But what I am is anti-government forcing me or anyone to have a shot of anything that they don't want to have. So I'm going to play devil's advocate for another Michigan that might listen to this show. Well, John, what about 
the measles, the mumps, polio. Okay. Those vaccines have been out for years. Yeah. 55 years ago, I got every one of those shots, and they were out for 40 years since then. They're safe. They've been proven safe. And you know what happens? If you get the measles vaccine and you get the mumps vaccine and you get the polio vaccine, you don't get the measles, mumps, and you don't get polio. Right. And also, uh, when is like the last year of your life that you take the last one? Isn't it like 16 or 18? I, I can't I can't remember. I just remember getting a shot at some time during those ages, and that was the last one. I think I do remember. I had to get a booster when I was in high school, and I didn't get it. And they someone comes into the, I was think I was in gym, and someone walked in and handed the gym teacher a note. And this is the difference between being in gym in 1977 and now. So the, in front of everybody, the kid, someone walks in and says, and he says, Jamingo. I go, yeah. He says, apparently you have not gotten your vaccine booster. And I went, no, I haven't gotten it yet. Well, you filthy infected person, you got to go to the office. You can't be around any of us anymore. Get out of here. I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, you got to go to the office. I'm like, okay. But he just yells it in front of everybody. So I had to go out and they said, you can't come back to school until you get your vaccine booster. And my mom had to make an appointment and I had to go get a shot. And I forget, I might have been for the mumps or something like that. I don't remember what it was for. But yeah, that's the last one you have to take. And they've been around for years and they've been tested and they're safe. These things have not even been around for a full year yet. Right. And also not just that. My question to you is, is the flu shot ever treated like the COVID vaccine? Well, I understand people are dying from the vaccine. I'm not dying from the vaccine. Well, I understand that people are dying from the vaccine. I'm both fucking signs. Right. But um, people die from the flu. But it's the flu is not as deadly as COVID. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Tim Pool. I don't know if you know who Tim Pool is. I do. He got COVID last Friday. We record on Thursday. So Friday he got COVID. And he was in a bad way, in a real mm-hmm. bad way. He got a hold of Joe Rogan, got a doctor, and he got the monoclonal antibodies, and he got the ivermectin, and he got the, the vitamin drip and all this other shit that they call the kitchen sink. Yeah. And within three days, he recovered from it. The thing is that that's really, really expensive. Yeah, like those guys, I'm sure that's really easy for them. Now, I'm going to say something else. My oldest daughter, who was pregnant mm-hmm. last week, also got covid and she wasn't doing well. She went into a, a place to get a buffalo chicken sandwich, and she was took a bite out of it, and she couldn't taste anything. Oh. And she's like, uh-oh. So she went, got tested. She was positive. They took her because she's pregnant, and she got the bag of monoclonal antibodies. Monoclonal antibodies. I can't. Whatever. Antibodies. She got the bag of adrenochrome. What happened? No, not adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> She got that, and then that night, she was short of breath and everything, so she had to go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. They took her up there, and they did pulse ox and everything, and they said, well, you know what? Your pulse ox is good, and the baby's heart rate's good, and your heart rate's good, so they sent her home. And the next day, she was fine. It takes about 24 hours for the antibodies to take effect, but it's like a miracle. Yeah. And then Tim Poole said, like, after he got the antibodies, he said he really felt sick. He said he's sitting there, he's trying to breathe, and he's going... He couldn't just get any air in. And he said he was really, really nervous. And then he said he woke up the next day and he was 100% better. We have a way of treating this. It's expensive. And right now, not everybody can get it. They don't have enough of this medication to give out where it's available for everybody. But once there's a treatment for this, then you don't need a vaccine. And I think... Right. Really quick side idea, though. 
what if this uh this expense and uh scarcity of uh this medication that does the same if not better than said government funded and boosted vaccine is uh fabricated what do you mean fabricated uh, no, I'm just trying to go like an Alex Jones route right now. Well, I would say yes, except that my daughter got it and she felt 100%. So how is that fabricated? Well, no, no. I mean, just like it, the expense itself, making it so expensive. So, you know, you know, normal right. run of the mill, poor people can't afford that kind of treatment. Well, so again, the go to is the, the free vaccine. Well, I'm going to put my Alex Jones tinfoil hat on because and. I've been on record saying that this virus was released to get rid of the weak and the old because yeah. they were a drain on the economy. So they want to get rid of the weak and the old. And then this way you'll have a younger, because in nature, predators take care of the weak and the old of any herd or any species. Right. As humans, we don't have a species that comes and chases down our weak and old and eat them. No. So we just put them in hospital beds for years and years and years and pay all kinds of money out to keep them alive. So now if we have this, you know, something that'll give them pneumonia and take them out via virus. So basically the coronavirus is our wolves for humans. It takes out the weak and the old. Yeah. That being said, if they have a treatment for this, it's not what they want. I'm not sure what this vaccine's all about. For some reason, everybody's got to get this vaccine. And I don't know why. They're pushing this for no reason. My doctor actually suggested it against it for myself. Because uh, I have uh, I have minor heart palpitations that happen a lot, and he was just like, "Well, you know, you you just kind of never know." And right. I've already been told that you know when I go in and get checked, like when I'm in my 30s, and it gets worse, I can't wait to be like you know fucking Iron Man and have a pacemaker on my heart because the thing doesn't work right. Well, again, you can't be near a microwave. It's like, honey, microwave some popcorn. I'll be out in the garage until you're done. Right, exactly. <laughs> At 30 years old. See, COVID is supposed to take you out. And me. Well, it, tr it, it tried. Yeah, and it's supposed to take me out, too. I'm fat and old. It's supposed to get me. I don't know. We're way off track here. Yeah, no. Also, you know, speaking of uh, government overreach. Okay. Uh, how about, you know, if you are, you know, moving around over uh, $600, you're uh, susceptible for being checked by the IRS? Well, let me tell you something. Apparently, there was a big pushback about that, and they were trying to get that bill pushed through. And all of a sudden, that portion of the bill fell out. Huh. I wonder why. Well, I think... And I think that basically what they're trying to do is push a, a shit sandwich on the rest of the United States. Oops, here comes the police. I mean, isn't that every single bill that gets pushed through the government? Well, right now it's the problem. Here's it's like, you know, it's a goddamn Philly cheesesteak that's mostly cheese whiz. Listen, what I'm going to tell you right now is when sh they think that the United States is like Venezuela and the United States is like... He's like a third world country. And what's going to happen is when the f we can't get food and you can't get chicken nuggets for your three-year-old because that's the only thing your three-year-old will eat, or you can't get Kraft macaroni and cheese dinner in a box yeah, because of all the supply side shit that's going on here. Thanks, Biden. 
that's when all hell is going to break loose in this country. Because we're not like Australia. We do have guns. And they're already talking about using them. Oh, yeah. It's cool to see it, but also it's... I, I don't want to use the word like it's a scary thought of it happening, but it, you know, it's, you know, out of my mind. I never thought that I would see, could potentially see anything like this happening, you know, in my lifetime. I always say the government is like a wife. Mm -hmm. All right. You have the wife and then the wife needs a budget. All right. So she needs to buy the groceries and she pays the bills with the electric and stuff like that. But the next thing you know, she's buying more groceries and she's going out and getting clothes and new shoes and all the kids are dressed in, you know, what's the big sneakers? The Nikes. The, Nikes. The, the, all the kids got Nikes on and they don't know how to tie the shoes yet and all. And they're walking around with the pants around their ass and they're buying jeans for $75 and the fucking front of them are all ripped out and shit. And you can't make enough money. So you keep going in debt. So they get a credit card. Right. And then they mm -hmm. run up this credit card. Then they run up that credit card. And then after a while, you're like, motherfucker, I'm working my balls off and I can't make enough money to give to this bitch where I'm not going bankrupt here. Or, you know, actually, you know, potentially provide something that would benefit the both. The bitch could be a, a very good mother and the bitch could do, you know, take care of the house fine and all that. But the problem is they are spending so much money. I can't keep up. I can't keep supporting this. I don't have enough money. Right. And then you tell the bitch, hey, you're spending so much money, we're going to go bankrupt. And then you know what the bitch says? Well, guess what? You need to make more. Or we're going to do something else here because I still need more money and more money and more money. And that's what this government's doing. And right now, we're tapped out. We don't have any more money to give. And they're like, well, we're going to tax the rich. Yeah, fuck that. Everything that they do hurts the poor. Gas prices are now, I don't know what they are where you're at. They're uh, at almost $3.50 a gallon. Yeah, it's three thirty-four here. I forget when it was. When Trump was in office, it was like two twenty. Yeah. And that was because they put a $0.34 cent tax on it. If it wasn't for the $0.34 cent tax, it would have been under $2 a gallon. You already know that Joe doesn't want gas-powered vehicles. No, he has that, uh, that movement to move everything over to electric, which is not going to work. All right, so now we're going to go into my second topic. Oh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Sorry, this is... No, it's I cool. I just did not know that that part of the bill fell out. I'm just right. kind of glad that did. Well, my second part of this topic is... So basically, what they have on the Democratic side or the progressive side mm -hmm. is luxury beliefs. These whining, pretentious, self-involved social justice warriors, they want to defund or abolish the police. But they live in nice neighborhoods where there's little crime. If you want to fund the police, then you have to go live in a low-income project somewhere for about six months. Yeah, have, have fucking fun in Detroit, dude. Right. You want gun control. Again, if you want gun control, if you can go out and take the guns off the gangs and take the guns off of the street in the inner city and stuff like that, and you get that all done, then come back and talk to me again. Because you stupid fucks, you're talking to the wrong people. You want to take the guns off the people that aren't causing the problem. Right. Go to the major cities, go to any drug corner and tell them that you need the guns. You know what, guys? This gun shit's out of hand. Uh, you're shooting too many people and you don't know what you're doing here and people are dying. All right, come on, give them up. Give me your guns. Give me your guns. 
fucking bullshit. You know what yeah, you I think? I think that would probably go about as well or worse than a uh, yeah. police buyback. Right. It's like, hey, give me your guns. All right. Oh, oh you want the guns? Yeah, I'll give you the guns. Oh, get out of the way. Right. Yeah. So it's like that. And then here's the other thing. No gas powered cars. Right. Where are we getting all these electric cars? And how much do they cost? And can we afford them? Everybody's got to go out and buy a new electric car. Where am I getting the money for that? Yeah. Is it being given to me? Right. I don't have enough money to get chicken nuggets and french fries for my kids. Are you also installing the charger port outside of my house? By the way, where does that electricity come from? Does that come from the cloud god? I mean, is lightning going to strike a rod outside my house and charge my car No, it comes from my fucking wallet. Well, not only... No, it comes from the power plant. Well, and what yeah, they, I have to fucking pay. Well, you have to pay for gas, too. So you have to pay for yeah. electric, but you have to pay for gas. And how they make the electric, they use coal and natural gas and or nuclear, and they don't make do that anymore. No, so, I, and I don't know why. And then another luxury belief just scared of it. is climate change. Oh, the climate, the climate this, the climate. Oh, we're having too many hurricanes and tornadoes and all. All right. If they just had that summit over in Glasgow about the climate change, mm-hmm. they air, if they, they had a picture of the airport at in Glasgow, you should have seen the amount of private jets all parked. When, the, when I saw that picture, it kind of gave me uh, reminiscent memories of using cheat codes playing Grand Theft Auto and spawning that many planes. That was ridiculous. They're going to use their planes, and they're all going to the where the meeting is. 25 cars, 25 SUVs driving them all to the to the meeting place. <laughs> it's like, practice what you preach, you cunts. I mean, always remember, at the end of the day, John, those people are the pinnacle of society and perfect. We're the scumbags. We're the ones that make the pollution. We're the reason that right. there is straws and turtles' noses. Absolutely. That's another thing that really pisses me off. One fucking stupid turtle gets a plastic straw up his nose and they all want to use paper straws fuck you with your paper straws if i was ever handed a paper straw i would be handing that drink back very aggressively i went to canada two years ago and they started with that paper straw stuff now here's the funny thing about it what was the paper straw in so it wouldn't get germs on it plastic they had a plastic oh my God. covering over Genius. paper straw absolutely genius i was like are you kidding me and i said why not put paper and you go well if you got to tear the paper and everything it's harder and it breaks the straw i said yeah because the straws suck i wanted to my girlfriend wouldn't allow me here (laughs) in new jersey you can go to a costco or something and you can buy a whole big giant case of plastic straws i was going to take a case of plastic straws and mail them to her she could give a box out to her friends as christmas presents tell me (laughs) up there they wouldn't want a box of plastic straws oh absolutely you could probably sell those like they're, uh, you know, selling the price for lumber, dude. People would want those straws. That's a product. All right. So I'm jammering away here. Let's get to some of what you're, what you wanted to talk about. Okay. So actually, what uh, this is an interesting thing to me. I'm not a huge fan of Al- Alec Baldwin as an actor, okay, or a celebrity or a person. No, I've heard that he's actually, you know, kind of a douchebag. Like that time he was on a plane and refused to stop playing words with friends and the whole flight was halted. That's just turn off your fucking phone. Right. And then he used to beat up the paparazzi and shit. Yeah. And so also, you know, uh, unfortunately, due to a mistake made by, I assume, the armorer of the movie that he was filming. Yes. 
Uh, he fatally shot and wounded one other person on the set of that Rust movie. The former movie known as Rust. Right. Oh, yeah, former. <laughs> that sucks. Does it? No, I'm. movies suck now. Anyways, like most people, Alec Baldwin has a daughter. Yes. And so, you know, what would you describe as a, a normal Halloween costume? Okay, so a witch, you can go mm-hmm. as like a French maid. If you want to get slutty, you can go as a stripper. Right. Yeah, something like that you could do. You know, some people do their own stuff. Like, uh, for instance, when I was 16, my mom and I, we got uh, that, you know, put on your face zombie makeup and fake blood. And it, it was fucking cool. It looked cool. However, if your father does something terrible. Shoots a somebody, kills him on a set of a film. Right. And you decide to just, you know, dress up in regular hollow, Halloween decor. So wait a minute, before you get into this, let me, because I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, I don't know anything about this. Okay. So I am going to go out on a limb by the way you're talking about this. Did she go as somebody shot in the stomach? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I actually, you know, just so you actually have a better picture, I'll just bring this up. That was her and her boyfriend's Halloween costumes. Well, okay. So she's got a white top on with a plaid tie. She actually looks like she works around here. They have a restaurant called the Tilted Kilt. Where yeah. They, okay, so they wear, like, their boobs are out and their ass is hanging out of the kilt and all. And he looks like he's got his throat cut. So maybe they're going yeah. as a horror movie couple. Yeah, exactly. But you know what the internet took this as? What's that? The Mind you, the super woke and intelligent internet. Well, they, they, they have a problem with everything, but go ahead. Alex Baldwin's daughter, Ireland, slammed for tone-deaf Halloween costume. Get the fuck, shut up! It's Halloween! I would understand if if she had like a gunshot wound on her head or something. Right, or in her I, stomach. I would get it. Yes. I, I don't see any fake blood on this woman. Like no. they keep, they called her tone-deaf, you know, basically calling her everything but retarded. But what's she supposed to go as a nun? Would that have worked? Oh, wait a minute. That's the excess of it. She's got blood under her eye? Yeah, that's it. Ow. And all because, you know, somebody fucked up on her dad's movie set. This is all her fault, and now she's a terrible person. I don't know if you know this, but back in the day, Lizzie McGuire was a Disney show. What's the name of the girl that, w- that played Lizzie McGuire? I can't think of her name. It's blonde, big, uh, fucking tits. I, I know who you're talking about. I remember the show. All right. Her, Lizzie McGuire... I can't yeah. remember her real name. She's out with her boyfriend for Halloween, and mm. she's dressed as an Indian. All right? She's got the Indian garb on. She's got a feather in her hair, and he's dressed as a cowboy. And she got dogpiled on social media because that's all they're waiting. They're waiting to be outraged. They get up in the morning, they pick up their phones, and they go to Twitter, and they go, okay, what are we going to be outraged at today? How do you wake up every day like that? I don't know, because you have no life or you're just pissed off at everybody. And you, you think that you're doing the world a favor by calling out injustice. Like, don't get me wrong. My parents were assholes, but these people's parents must have really not loved them to need this kind of attention. All right. So I'm going to share something that we did on the Boomer Bunker. But, and I love this because and you'll get a big kick out of this. Okay. I know you don't watch the Boomer Bunker because you're a dickhead. Well, no, it's just... I am. I'm just making a joke. Yeah, okay, okay, good, good. (laughs) All right, so here is a tweet. 
And this was supposed to, this is right after the election. And it says, this is completely unacceptable. If the blacks are going to vote for racists, then maybe we shouldn't let them vote anymore. Sometimes you have to do what's good for them, even if they don't understand why. This was a tweet. And the fucking internet went insane. That people started screenshotting this. Oh, my brain. And so now they're, they're screenshotting this and everything, right? So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let me go see what this... So I go look up the account. Here's the account. And it's still up. So she puts, she puts out there. This is the one. I'll have you all know right now, don't even think of hitting the DMs on me. My husband is a cop and he approves every tweet before I send it. He will put you in jail if you say anything inappropriate to me. So now I get immediately, because I've been hanging around with you douchebags, I'm like, troll. This is a troll account. Oh, you ha- yeah. Okay, so then, so now this other one says, oh, now do whites who vote for Republicans. And she goes, trailer trash on food stamps. That's a good joke. It is a good joke. Through the whole thing, it's all, these are all trolls. And these people are fighting with her. And I'm like, will you stop it? Don't you understand? This this can in no way be a 100% serious account. It's not. It can't be. But if you went on and... I just went down the Twitter feed and that that tweet had been screenshot and put up at least 20 times that I saw. Mm-hmm. And they're all freaking out. Do you believe this racist? This is how they are in Virginia. This is what they believe in Virginia. My man is a better cop than you. And he says, you're going to get fired. I mean, this is the shit. That, that we- the, how do you not see right through that? <laughs> I followed this account just for the, for her trolling these people. It was hysterical. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The whole internet is, especially Twitter, the only thing they're there for is to be outraged. That's it. They're just there to go to be outraged. And and they feel like if they've been outraged that they have done their social justice. And it's justified. Yeah, they're justified to do that. Because of that precious fucking bubble that you were talking about earlier. Right. They get validated by these other crazy batshit people if you say anything about a trans cow, right? Then the, the the first thing the trans cows do is they go out and they start protesting. Now you show up to counter protest the trans cows, right? They assault you. They take your sign, they break it, and then you're standing there holding a stick that they broke, and they go, "He's got a weapon! He's got a weapon!" They stand in your face, sit there, and will not let you move. I mean, within six, I mean, with COVID and everything, no mask, right in your face. They're standing there. I tell you what, the guy, I don't know, the fat guy from the, the dick show, I don't know who that uh, was. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Vito Giswaldi. Yeah, Vito. He has the patience of a saint. I would, that girl would have gotten my face. I would have punched her right in the Adam's And apple. that's exactly, uh, they actually kind of went over this because uh, they were talking about their experience there. And like, you know, guys like you and even their uh, co-host, Sean, that's not for you to go to because I can't. Uh, that reaction that visceral reaction that would come from you. And I understand it. The big guy that broke Vito's sign and, and had a stick. Once he broke my sign, I would have started beating with the stick. I uh, would have had a yeah. weapon. You, <laughs> I would have had a weapon. Dude. Okay. So when I, w- I, I watched through the video because I thought it was interesting, you know, two dudes that I like that do a show together. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that like Antifa Smurf broke Vito's sign, there was no look in his eye of like fear whatsoever. And immediately he said he has a weapon. Yeah. 
that was one of the most disturbing things to me that I've seen. Right, because it's it's all practice. And then everyone else started falling right in behind, like good little fucking ducklings. Like, what is going on? Well, and then Vito dropped the stick, which was like, stupid because then someone could have picked it up and used it as a right. weapon against him. Meanwhile, while this is going on, someone <laughs> crabs Dick Masterson and just runs his head into a concrete. Yeah. Thing. And what's fucked up, too, is because, like, when he comes up afterwards, you can physically see the gigantic lump that is on his head from hitting that fucking thing. And they did nothing. They did nothing no, about it. they had the most innocent signs. So this is what I'm talking about. So what they do is they allow people like Antifa to be able to run wild and scare you. Yeah. Because if you do anything to defend yourself, you get arrested. Not yeah. them. They don't get arrested. No, they just get let go of it later. But you, if you go to the Capitol and protest and go into the Capitol building, they hold you without bail, without representation, and there's people still in jail in solitary. It's now November. Right. In two days, it will be 11 months since that happened. And they've had no trial, no nothing. They're still in there. It's ridiculous. And we allow this because we're too busy doing our own thing. It's sad. So that's what you're upset about was the cost. The incitement over the costume for no reason, because they're just linking the whole Alec Baldwin thing to her daughter. Just something else to be mad about. She has nothing to do with it. She wasn't on the set. She wasn't part of the movie. No. She probably has a somewhat kind of relationship with her father. I don't know how good it is or how bad it is. I take one look at her and all I see is something screaming from inside of her saying, daddy issue, daddy issue. There was a, a scene in the uh, the show Big Bang Theory, and it's where <laughs> I know. So I know. So um, Leonard's mother comes up, and she's very dry, and she's an intellectual. She's a psychiatrist, mm -hmm. and she walks up the steps with Penny, and then Penny goes, "Well, it's nice meeting you," and walks away. And she says, "If you're trying to have sexual intercourse with her, find out what cologne her father wears." <laughs> it's fucked up, but it works. I know. So I'm just saying, it's daddy issues. What else you got there, boss? What else are we talking about? Again, you know, more government encroachment that I'm not okay with. Uh, you know, the God-blessed CDC signing off on children's coronavirus vaccine, allowing providers to begin immu immunizing kids from 5 to 11 immediately. Oh, the thing is, I'm going to go back to the same thing as the schools. A lot of parents would say, listen, I got the vaccine and everything, but I don't know if I'd give this to my children. We'll take a bullet, but we're not going to give a bullet to our kids. There's nothing that will turn a person that doesn't want to get a vaccine into a vaccine advocate is if they get COVID and they get a bad case of it. Yeah. Case in point, my daughter, she's recovering from it. And then she says, well, since I've had these antibody treatment, I can't get the vaccine for so many months. But once I can get the vaccine, I'll get the vaccine. I said, you're going to get the vaccine now, even though you've had COVID and you got the antibodies? Yep. So I'm like, okay. And my grandson, who's 11, she says she's getting him vaccinated as soon as she can. And I'm like, really? I mean, you know, he's young and he could probably get over this. And, you know, he's around you and he didn't get it and all this other stuff. You really want to get him uh, Yep. I'm like, okay. Now, see, what I do with my kids is they're adults and I talk to them about it, but it's their decision. Their decision, their consequence, their life. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I give them a little bit of counsel, tell them what I think. If they take it, they take it. If they don't, they don't. But you know what? And then, and then again, no judgment. If something happens, well, what's a sin? I mean, I, you don't know until you try it and you did your best and you took the information that you thought was right and you made a decision and I'm not going to fault you for it. But that's another thing. Now, I would love to know that now Tim Pools has had COVID and he had it really bad. Mm-hmm. I wonder how he's going to feel about being getting the vaccine. I would be more of a vaccine cheerleader if it was still working. If we weren't having all these breakthrough cases. Oh, oh, you mean like if the antibodies didn't last longer than six months, the normal vaccine does? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the flu shot lasts a year. Right. This does it six months and they're getting breakthrough cases and shit. And it also depends on which one you get. Well, I guess. Which is the, I think Moderna is the best one. Seems to protect you the most, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think uh, in in order, it's Moderna, Pfizer, and then Johnson & Johnson. Right. Well, you only got the one shot at Johnson & Johnson, so. Again, I don't know enough to know enough. I know I got... I, oh, two days ago, I get a call from the New Jersey Department of Health, and they say, mm. hello, and I go, hello, and he uses my name, Mr. Jamingo. Uh, we see that you are, it's, you are eligible to get your third dose of the vaccine. And I went, well, isn't that something that you know that I'm eligible for the third dose? I said, that's a little creepy. And he goes, well, you know, we're just we have our records and we just wanted to know. And I'd like to make an appointment. I'd like to help you make an appointment to get your third dose. And I said, hold on there, cowboy. I said, I don't know if I'm ready to get a third dose right now. I said, I got the second one and I had to go to the hospital. I had uh, a reaction to it where I had a lot of inflammation, a lot of swelling. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I had to go to the hospital for chest pains and. I said, I don't know if I want a third shot of that right now. I said, the second shot was a little scary. So he's like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I said, well, I have a doctor's appointment next week, and I'm going to go talk to my doctor about it and see what he says. Right. And then, you know, maybe I'll make a decision on it. But I don't need you to make an appointment for me. I'm a big yeah, don't boy. don't try to fucking police me. I said, I'm a big boy right now. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm a grown-ass man. I can make my own appointments. But I really, and he was, listen, this guy was so super nice. And he's, I understand, and, you know, I just wanted to see if I could help you. I just wanted to know that you're eligible, you know, very, very nice. And I was very nice back to him. But yeah, now they're calling people and telling them. Oh, boy. Oh, it's time to get your third shot. You must get your third shot because then what will happen is now I'm not vaccinated. See, before I was vaccinated. Now, if I don't mm-hmm. get the third shot, I'll be a filthy unvaccinated person. Yeah, like me. Right. You're a filthy unvaccinated. That has none. Exactly. But here's the other thing, too. What happens when the parents don't want to get their kids vaccinated and they can't go to school? Because that's what's going to happen next. Oh, uh, yeah. I was actually going to say that because at this point, since the CDC is just pushing this forward, it's going to just enable public schools to say that if your kids don't have this COVID vaccine, they cannot be in public school. Well, if they mandate children, then will they mandate private schools also must have children man- vaccinated because all they're doing right now is pushing kids out of the public school system and into private schools. Right. You know, these teachers unions that are so we in New Jersey, they call the New Jersey's teachers union. They call it the cartel because oh. of, yeah, it's bad here. It's really, so basically the, the teachers union kind of runs everything. Here's the issue. What happens if 50% of the students leave the public school system and go to a private school? How many teachers you need now? When real teachers start getting laid off because there's not enough students to teach, then right. what's going to happen? Just be careful what you wish for. I understand 
it's a shit show out there. Uh, you know, as far as when you're, you know, because kids can give it to adults. Yeah, they can. The other thing is teachers don't want to get the vaccine. So this is going to be real interesting. How many teachers are going to quit? How many law enforcement people are going to quit? How many people are going to have to quit their job over this? This is going to get really messy. The next month, it's going to be something to see. I can't wait to sit back it and watch this. It is going to be, uh, needless to say, interesting. And you've got one more, boss. Uh, do I? Do you have two? Wait, wait, wait a second. That was supposed to be the six hundred dollar. Uh, All right, so we're transaction thing, and then you kind of shot that down with an AA cannon. But that's so, fine, you know. That wasn't an, exactly an updated article. <laughs> All right. I just wanted to make sure we got through all your stuff because I don't want to be known as somebody that talks too much on podcast because I was watching a show the other day. Oh, boy. Here we go. A morning show the other day. And that morning show was watching our show. And we were doing a story that I had brought to you know the table and I was talking about it. And my co-host here, who's been podcasting for a year? Oh, barely. Barely <laughs> a year, is sitting there giving me advice. Jesus Christ, John, let your co-host talk. And I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> okay? Let me tell you something there, son. <laughs> I will talk on a podcast as long as I want to talk on a podcast, and I don't need a fucking greenhead, green-nosed new podcaster tell me what to do. You know, I th I just think that since we're both co-hosts and, you know, we have, I think, somewhat mutual respect for each other, it's totally healthy to give each other, you know, a constructive criticism. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> or do it on that show, you mean. <laughs> now I understand. See, basically what you're doing is you're over there sipping <clears throat> for your buddy who hates me. So you're just sitting there. You got to make fun of me. I understand. I get it. But I thought to myself... I mean, making fun of you is just sometimes is just so easy. But at the same time, it's like I have, you know, actual respect for you. So, you know, I wouldn't pull any of these like, you know, our co-hosts low blows and hit below the belt. Now I come right at you. All right. I want yeah, you exactly defend yourself. Why yeah. do you think I talk too much? Uh, you have said it yourself. If there is silence, you will fill it. Okay. Also, sometimes I'm just going to give you because you don't watch the show. You don't see what I see. Sometimes I'm looking at my co-host and he's doing something. He's either pulling up a video or he's looking to do something else. And I know he's not Trying ready to, to find talk. his cigarettes. Right. And, and he's, he's getting a next story ready. He's getting a video up. And I look over and I, I see he's he's doing something. Right. So and I'm it, feeling it is because, you know, Bob's brain unfortunately doesn't work as fast as your miracle brain does. Uh, no, my miracle, I guess. not anymore. But what I'm trying to tell you is that you talk about something that you know nothing about. You're, I know you're sitting there watching the show, but you're not watching what Bob's doing. And also, no. if it's my story and I have to bring it up, I have to explain it to Bob because what we do, like what I do here is we don't have each other. Every story is not on a board where the other person knows what's going on. So I'm explaining True. it to Bob as I'm explaining it to the audience. But what I don't need is my co-host on another show sitting there bad-mouthing me because I talk too much. That's all I'm saying. John, if you didn't talk that much <laughs> in that show and you cut out the silences, it's you, tough. You, you would be putting out 10-minute podcasts. And here's the other thing. 
Now, why would I know this? Why would I know this? Because I don't watch your show. I don't watch your show because I don't find your show enjoyable, but that's a, that's a whole other thing. It's not my cup of tea. No, of course not. So why do I know this? Why do you know what? Why do I know that you said this about me? Uh, probably Bob, the master level troll. Bob, the master level, tr- master level he, troll. He claims to be so <laughs> stupid. I hate him sometimes. He goes, hey, they're talking about us again. Go to one hour and whatever minute it is in the show. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. What? But a lot of the times he will be there the entire time. That's fine. And Me listen, and Dave are live and I'm just like, oh, you motherfucker. And Bob, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you keep telling me when he says something about me because I want to know. Oh, Bob, keep doing it, too, because it's yeah. fucking hilarious. I'm that I'm that <laughs> narcissist because as soon as someone says they're talking about me, I'm there. If you talk right. about me, you're getting a download from New Jersey. That's all Hell <laughs> yeah. I can tell you about. All right, everybody. Well, listen, that's this episode of Gaslighting. We are at on Twitter, at on Twitter, on at Twitter, whatever. We're on the Twitter sphere at Gaslighting Pod. Is that it? Let me double check that. It should be. I can't remember. I have no memory whatsoever. Oh, for fuck's sake, I got to sign in. Here we go. Go to us on Twitter at Gaslighting Pod. We also have email. You're never going to go into email, but it's gaslightingpod at gmail.com. And I do think we need a phone number. I don't, let me work on that. Eventually, yeah, I think voicemails would be really interesting. You know, I think we would probably have, you know, some of the same people sending in ones over and over again. But hey, that's fine. I can hear it now. Beep. John, you're a fucking asshole, John. (laughs) Click. Maybe. I don't know. All right. We will be back here next week with another episode of Gaslighting. We hope you join us. Yeah, and surprisingly, we still don't hate each other. Surprising. Because I'm not Bob. See ya. Later. Where's your get fucked? Oh yeah, get fucked. Thank you. <laughs>